to Hashtag Travel Talks. It's your podcast on the latest digital trends in travel and tourism marketing. And here's your host, Nolly Nicholas. Welcome to a new episode of Torocast. And today I have the great privilege to receive Rosella Fund. So welcome, Rosella. Thank you, Nolly. I'm very pleased to be in your podcast. Thank you. So can you, let's say, present yourself, please? Yes. I would love to do so. Um, yes, I wanted to introduce a little bit more about my background. I have studied in China at the Fudan University. Um, I did a dual degree program with the University of Hamburg. And during this program, one of my focus was how to market successful to Chinese consumers. And during this time, I was enlightened about the opportunity for businesses across Europe to enter the Chinese market. And now for over 10 years, I have been helping European companies successful to develop a market strategy to enter and build up the Chinese market. I have built up a large experts consulting network in China And um, I'm always informed about the latest market research and the marketing strategy to attract Chinese consumer. Um, and in the last year, um, I have built up from my vast experience and with a business partner of me, a renowned expert on the Chinese economy, her name is Margot Schuller, a framework Um, we have called this framework Chinese Tourist Attraction Framework. And this framework should help European companies who would like to attract Chinese tourists. Okay. Um, so this is actually a new um, yeah, business focus. We are focusing since last year. And we have developed this five-step framework which um, are focusing on the European tourism industry. Okay, so I contact you because, but also because you also you contact me uh, about your, let's say, specialization about China, but also because I wanted to have another point of view because in my last Torocast episode, I interviewed people who, I would say, are also working with the Chinese market, mm -hmm. but I wanted to have, a, I would say, a more expertise, I would say, insight on this. So can you tell us why the China market is so particular? Yes. Um, what is the difficulty with this Chinese tourism market if you are a European tourism business? Mm -hmm. You have to know um, that a lot of companies which tried to approach the market especially also well-known companies in the Western world, did totally fail to approach this market. Mm -hmm. Some prominent examples are, for example, the company eBay. eBay totally failed the, in, into this market. Why did eBay fail? eBay did not adapt the marketing strategy, the Western marketing strategy to the Chinese market. And This is a challenge for European companies. If they want to attract Chinese tourists, they must adapt their strategy to this market. Otherwise, they are not visible to Chinese tourists. 
And uh, also, can you maybe tell us more about the psychology? Because the Chinese maybe are different of, I'd say, Western uh, culture, but can you tell us why the Chinese, what is, let's say, the Chinese psychology? What you have to understand is um, that the Chinese um, have other values when they travel um, than Western people. So they have totally different preferences. And if you are not aware about it, you will cannot appeal to them. Okay. And this is important to understand. And this is also important to understand um, what is really essential that the, all the social medias which we have in the Western world are not working in China. Mm-hmm. So that means if you are active on social media here in the Western world, um, you are not visible for Chinese tourists. And that's why you have to adapt your social media strategy to the Chinese market to become visible to Chinese tourists. Okay, and can you tell us what are those values who are different than us? Um, the values which Chinese tourists um, are very keen of, um, um, they really go for st- status symbols. Um, so all kind of branded goods, like, um, you know, all these premium quality brands are very, very exciting for Chinese tourists. And that's why they are also shopping this kind of um, premium goods here in Europe. And uh, what is also very important for them is um, to show um, other peers from their group that they were traveling. So they're taking a lot of pictures uh, from everywhere where they are going because they want also to um, immediately to send this picture into the social media channels to show off that they can afford this kind of uh, leisure um, um, for traveling, you know. And so that is also very important to them. So do you think they are, I would say, less shy to, for example, to show the, the, for example, the way that I'm traveling to Europe or, for example, I went to the Eiffel Tower or went to Berlin, so they are less, I would say, shy to show their, I would say, contacts and relatives that they are traveling around the world and they also have the the money also for yes. those travel. Yes, absolutely. This is very important. That is for them, like uh, traveling is for them like that you can afford something, you know, and um, you must be aware that at the moment, just a very little um, proportion of the Chinese population has a passport, just 7% has a passport at the moment. And do you think also because I mean, younger people, I would say, are more able to travel than their parents, I think also because it's due the, to the history of China, who... I think before it was quite difficult to, I would say, move outside China. Even China, it's a big country, but a few people are, were able to travel, I would say, on other places. Yes, um, there are different factors why this uh, developed in this way. First of all, you must uh, see 
that um, the Chinese population um, is getting more and more wealthy. So this middle class is really um, is getting bigger and bigger. So this is one factor that you have to take into account. And the other factor is also that this, let's say, young generation is much more highly educated. So they speak normally um, at the moment. Um, for, uh, the the if you look at the um, young uh, generation from the first year cities, because you cannot talk in general, um, because China is a big country. Um, you you have to take into account there are still this also regional differences. So you have always to see who we are talking about because. At the moment, in the first-year cities like Shanghai, Beijing, these big cities, mm -hmm. there are where there is a high proportion of very well-educated Chinese, which can also afford mm -hmm. to travel. So, um, so there are still a lot of difference. So, um, you have to be careful in do, um, talking to general. And also, maybe there are more. I would say the population who are using the new tech tools like uh, WeChat, or Weibo, or Taobao so. No, this is, you know, about uh, WeChat. I was reading, uh, I think yesterday, a report. Guess how many Chinese are using WeChat? <laughs> I don't know. Can you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 900 million. Okay, that's uh, quite a lot. So so, as a WeChat is really this uh, the uh, social media channel number one in China. I also have a question because in Western countries we can hear a lot about WeChat and all the things we can do with it, but I'm still surprised that we don't have the equivalent in here. Yes. How can you explain because it's the um, we don't use it in the same manner or yes. can you? Maybe. Yes. yes, because, you know, uh, Chinese are really open for this new technology and they are also not afraid um, to using, because um, I don't know if you, you, you have heard it, but um, WeChat has also the possibility to pay, you know, you have yes. the WeChat pay, which is very, very popular in China. If you go, for example, in a coffee shop or somewhere, nobody is paying with money anymore. All people are just using the WeChat. It's really amazing, and that could not be here in in Europe. I tell you why. We are too traditional. If I look here in Germany, nobody's also the credit card is not so much in use because people are afraid about it. <laughs> so I think we are much too traditional here in in let's say in old Europe to use this kind of new technology. We are also afraid um, about um, losing control somehow. <laughs> Which is quite funny because I'd say China is known for to be a kind of authoritative country, but people are using tools like uh, WeChat on which they can yes. book everything. And here in, let's say, in most democracies, they are afraid of using those kind of technology. Absolutely, absolutely. E even though there is some, I would say, some watchdogs. So. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And um, uh, you have to be also aware that in, in, in China, it's really that other, um, regarding the new technologies, they're really the country number one because they have also the most internet users worldwide. Mm-hmm. And so they are really very advanced uh, regarding all these new technologies. Okay. So now let's talk more, I would say, more marketing. So how a Western company can well market in China? What are the, I would say, the tips for yes. brands um, to be successful in China? Yes. Um, the, the, the most important um, point is um, that they really have to adapt their marketing strategy to the Chinese market. So um, if they uh, don't adapt their strategy, first of all, they will be not be, they are not visible to Chinese tourists. So they have to inform them depending on their target group because Chinese travelers are not one target group. This is what they have to be aware about. There are, there are a lot of different target groups. So there are the group travelers, there are individual travelers. Um, there are um, so they they have first of all to uh, look which is my right target group for my offering and who do I want to attract. That is the first step, and then okay. if you you know your target group, you have to see which are the social media channels which my target group is using. <laughs> And which channel should I integrate in my um, marketing strategy? That all depends uh, from the budget, also from their marketing budget. But there are many, many, many social media tools in China. And um, and um, there are also different preferences from target group to target group about the use of these social media channels. And then they have to see which content do my target group like? Depending on the brand, they have to adapt the content, what, what they are posting um, regarding the target group. Uh-huh. And there's also other possibilities. There's a possibility also to use key opinion leaders, which is a very effective one, but it is um, also, um, let's say, it costs also, uh, this is also something what, um, where the companies need a bigger budget for, but it's a very effective one. Or there's also the other possibility um, to um, look for um, other marketing agencies uh, in China who could help maybe to to build up the social media strategy. And do you think also, I would say, in plus of social media, do, I would say, Western brands also have to invest into, let's say, traditional, uh, let's say, media like newspaper, TV, and radio. So, what are your say? No, I think it's not effective one anymore. Why? Can you say why? <laughs> yeah, because um, Chinese um, at the moment, they, um, I told you that they are very advanced uh, regarding internet, mm-hmm. and um, they use. The majority is using just internet to inform themselves, and so these kind of channels are much more effective one than the traditional ones. Okay, and um, it is cost even uh, 
yeah, it just cost even less money to use these um, new channels, let's say the social media channels. And do you have also other, let's say, recommendations, for example, about the content marketing? What are, let's say, the kind of content who Chinese traveler or people are, they loved? They, they like very much beautiful pictures which inspires them, um, especially, you know, in China, uh, in the big cities, um, you have this problem with pollution. Mm -hmm. So what is uh, especially inspiring them, um, for example, to see beautiful landscapes, uh, mountains, uh, flowers, um, rivers, seas. Where, um, I mean, here in Europe, uh, we have really such interesting different landscapes so we have a lot of it they are but, used to <laughs> what can inspire them yeah. to travel but also for example besides landscapes what they also like is um, typical historical cities mm -hmm. and there we have also here in Italy France Spain we have so wonderful um, yeah heritage of cities And these are also wonderful um, pictures which can inspire them to travel. And besides this, they also like um, what is very popular in social media in, in China, um, small videos. Okay. Um, that means videos about um, yeah, 10 seconds or even less um, to show them maybe some activity or something special what what uh, makes for them the desire to travel there mm -hmm. and these are the most um, yeah successful content to use beautiful picture and small videos and do you think also they like or love I would say traditional for example traditional culture for example you could yes. because I know China it's very fond about their traditional, let's say, culture and so on. So do you think also they are, they want to know more, for example, about the culture of wine in France, for example, the culture of the, how to make a luxury watch in Switzerland and so on? Yes, this is very interesting. But there you have also to, to differentiate. Um, as I told you, we have different kind of groups of travelers. Mm -hmm. You still have this group travelers, which uh, want uh, to travel maybe once to Europe and want to see as much as possible, take mm -hmm. 1,000 or uh, 10,000 of pictures, and, and then they are, they are satisfied. These are the typical travelers which are not so interested in all these things, but you have it now more and more individual travelers coming, and these want to, these are looking for the special experience. Mm -hmm. And um, they want to um, experience more the local culture. So that what you were mentioning would be very interesting to them, to really look uh, what are the festivals, how do they celebrate. They are also interested in the local food and um, to look in the, uh, in the cultivation of wine and all these things would make it very interesting to, for them to have this kind of experience. And uh, for now, I will, your say, personal opinion, what are the 
the future trends on which I would say we need to have a look on it. Um, regarding Chinese tourists, it is really so yes. that um, at the moment, um, uh, this um, group tourism is still existing, but uh, in the next year, more and more these individual travelers are coming. And these individual travelers have special preferences. They are looking for high quality experience. That means they want to have high quality hotels or a high quality Airbnbs. They, they, they really um, are looking for this special experience for their holiday. So that means that it's a special good, um, a special good for all the high quality hotels. Um, also, they're, they're looking also to for shopping, for high-quality experience there. They want to go in special shops where they can buy the beautiful products here, handmade from Europe. And um, this is also important for this retail store, for this high-quality retail store or the jewelry stores. Um, they should um, inform about um, this new um, target group and try to find good possibility to connect with them and to offer them interesting products. Okay. So, Rosa, thank you for all your, I would say, interesting insights. So, my last question is, uh, what was your most memorable travel? My most memorable travel? Yes. Oh, that's, 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 uh, <laughs> Uh, tough one because I'm, I, I actually love traveling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say except China. <laughs> except China. Okay. Uh, what I really enjoyed very much was um, I traveled to Vietnam. Okay. And that was really very memorable. And I really loved there the landscape. And I hope um, also the people were, were very friendly and opened and um, what I really um, was amazed that they mostly they were speaking quite good English mm -hmm. uh, what I did not expect at all because um, in China um, it's um, tough with English and um, in Vietnam they're speaking also you know the worker in the street they're speaking um, English um, not um, but you can talk with yes. them, you know, that, that, that uh, I found it really good and they are really helpful. And um, yeah, what I really liked was the landscapes, this helpful population, which um, uh, was really especially nice. And um, also the cities um, I've been to, Hanoi was interesting and there was a lot, a big, yeah, scenery of... Um, of galleries, of art galleries, very interesting art, fantastic food. Okay. So um, I was not <laughs> the last time in Vietnam. I hope to uh, go, go there, uh, uh, that I will go back there. Okay. So do you think also that maybe if, would say, the people who are working into tourism in Europe, for example, should also learn to speak Chinese. I think it would be much easier for those who are coming also. 
Um, I think, you know what, Chinese is quite a tough language to learn. Um, it takes quite a lot of effort to learn okay. it. But um, as, as, uh, let's say it in this way, the group tourists, uh, they're, they're, normally they're not speaking English. Mm-hmm. For, for this, it would be good, you know, to speak maybe some words. Yeah. Um, but this indeb- um, independent traveler, which will come more and more and also in the next years, they speak very well English. Yeah, because, because they're well mostly have, Yes, they mostly have um, studied uh, somewhere abroad, you know, and so they're, they're, they're actually, there should be, the language problem should not exist there. Yes. <laughs> so um, thank you for your time. So how can I reach you? Actually, um, interested, uh, can send me an email. Mm-hmm. And um, that email is info at touristfromchina.com. Or also visit my website, where a lot of ins, um, very regularly have blog posts, insights about Chinese tourists. Okay. And uh, where um, there's a lot of more information about us and how an interested company can work with us together. Okay. So uh, thank you, for, uh, Horsela, for your time. Thank you, Nali. It was great to be with you. Yeah, me too. Bye. Thank you. Bye.